Marcus Giuliano here, your host of In the Weeds, real stories, real tales about the restaurant industry. And uh, who's joining me today? Hi, Marcus. Troy Hooper with Kiwi Restaurant Partners. Kiwi Restaurant Partners. Excellent. So um, let's talk about the restaurant industry, your experience. Let's talk about uh, the realm of consulting, because you've seen a lot of operations, hotels, restaurants. You are a world of knowledge and very, very uh, understanding of, of what it takes to run a restaurant, start a restaurant, and turn a restaurant around, and in the hotel sector too. So um, what, is the, what is the main thing that you do at, 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 at Kiwi Partners? Yeah, so we're a full, a full suite, full service consulting firm, uh, soup to nuts, end to end, any part of your restaurant, hotel, or other hospitality business, uh, we can uh, assist you in uh, either turnaround, uh, reconceptualization, branding, marketing, uh, franchising is a big part of our business, taking emerging brands and, and founders and taking them through the process to build a franchise infrastructure and set it up correctly. A lot of people don't do that really well. They do it sort of uh, bootstrap mom and pop style. Um, so we cover every aspect of the hospitality industry with a particular focus around food and beverage, restaurant specific uh, and or restaurant and food and beverage in hotels or other resort type and private club properties. Um, but we've really honed ourselves over the last couple of years in the emerging concept uh, development and franchising area. Um, we're owners, past owners, current owners. Um, so we bring that ownership mentality to the table um, and really are the advocate uh, for the founder, owner, operator, um, where, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that just take certain fees, you know, just take retainers and offer very narrow uh, scopes of uh, deliverables. Uh, we're really fully broad range. Beautiful. So who, what restaurants could benefit from a consultant? You know, I actually honestly believe most, if not all. I think the outside perspective is always um, important that, you know, everybody has blind spots. And anytime you're in the bubble and the longer you're in the bubble and it's your bubble that you built, um, the more blind spots you might get. And, and also you tend to focus on the areas you enjoy in your business and, um, and don't always do so well, or you pawn it off on your other managers, or you try to find managers that can fill the, the skill gap or the interest gap of areas you don't like to focus in. And so an outside person like ourselves can really look in from the outside, give you a world view of your business, um, all the way down, you know, all from 10,000 feet down to the inch from the table and, uh, and help you see some things, you know, the longer you've been there, the less you see or, or, you know, unfortunately complacency happens as well as, as we're just tired, you know, in the restaurant business, if you're not working 14, 16 hours a day, five, six days a week, minimum, you know, most are doing the paperwork on, on the day off uh, and things of that nature. Um, you know, you, you could use some help looking in from the outside. So I think every restaurant has an opportunity to some degree and, and whether they identify issues that they know they have and they want to help with, or they just kind of need somebody to give them an honest assessment from the outside, uh, beyond reviews from Yelp and such. Right. So you said an interesting thing that if you're not working 14, 16 hours, you know, for me, not working dinner, not being at my restaurant at dinner time is considered a day off for me. Right. Right. I'll work in my office all day, crunch numbers, do whatever I have to do, place orders, this and that. And if I don't have to go in for dinner, Hey, this is my day off. Right. So, um, and it's a little bit of the mentality of the owner versus the operator, right? right. When you're operating, you're just, your head's 
tunnel vision. And if you step back and you relinquish a little bit of that, even if it's outsourced uh, to some degree, um, or you really empower your team management and supervisor team down, uh, and you can step back and take an ownership mentality and really look at it from your customer's point of view, from just the stranger's point of view, um, and from the industry's point of view outside. If you were at another restaurant, how would you see these things? But we don't do that to our own business. And so I think the consultant opportunity, um, when, they, when the right consultant, I think we'll talk a little bit about that, when you find the right consultant that's focused on the right things for you and your business, um, I think it's very powerful. I agree 100%. So we, are, we both agree that most restaurants could use a consultant. How many restaurants are actually willing, operators are actually willing to admit they need one? Um, very few, uh, generally, um, they don't seek it out as much, uh, typically in most cases and why I started my practice in the turnaround business is, um, when they get really desperate, it, it becomes an obvious answer. But the idea of fine tuning, refining, improving upon a success while you're successful is incredible. Um, and you know, and, and I've spent a lot of time in high level mastermind type environments, when you invest in yourself and you accept outside uh, interest, outside perspective, um, sometimes from a panel of people, or at the very least from your employees and from your customers, I would hope, um, and a lot of people don't do that, um, there, there's, there's really an opportunity, but you know, to wait too long and realize there's a problem, it, you know, it's a harder hill to climb, especially in the restaurant business, which is so competitive, and there's always new folks coming in, taking your business because they're the new, most exciting, fresh thing, um, you know, and that dent uh, can be enough to really help push people over, teeter them, unfortunately. So the time is early. It's when you're successful or when you feel like things are going kind of the same every day. You're sort of in the groove. When you're in that groove, there's the, there's the opportunity to prevent slippage, to prevent um, degradation, to prevent outside influence from taking your customer. Great. So let's say I'm a restaurateur. I'm doing $5 million. I'm bringing 10% to my bottom line. I'm living comfortably. That's $500,000. I don't really need one. Or my thoughts, I don't need one. What, how, how, is it, how is a case like that that you approach? Like, like, because for me, I'm doing 5 million. What do I need one for? I'm bringing 10% to the bottom line. Um, I'm perfectly fine. We don't really need to have a conversation. What, how do you find those kind of operations? Yeah, usually, um, usually, well, I find them through uh, high level relationships, right? Folks that know folks, friends who are friends. So you're a chef that knows another chef owner and can say, Hey, you know, my friend doesn't really want to hear it, but I had a chat with him and I think there might be an opportunity to introduce you. And if I introduce you as somebody I know and somebody who has the right, heart and mentality and reason for being in the conversation, I find that those result in a meaningful dialogue. Um, you know, my approach is never to beat anybody down and tell them, um, you know, critically everything they're doing wrong. My goal is to open eyes and show opportunity and then help provide tools and resources and skill sets and knowledge. Um, and really I provide time. You know, the reality is if you're in it and you're working and you're making 5 million and you're taking home 500 and you're just in the groove, and you have blind spots and you have competition knocking on the door or trends that are changing or neighborhoods 
that are changing and taking people from you, um, you know, or gentrification where industry is changing to residential, things of that nature. Um, you know, there's a real opportunity there to prevent the future from being a problem. Uh, what is coming? What is happening? What are the threats coming towards you? And how vulnerable are you? And what I provide is the outside um, resource. You know, you're not going to go and hire somebody full time, you know, at a $80,000, $90,000, $100,000 position to fix all your and, and, and fine tune and tweak, right? Hire somebody temporarily over whatever the you know, real minimum period of time of 90 days, six months, nine months, a year, maybe at the most, and have a relationship where they care for your business as much as you do, as much as they can from the outside, but they are there to work for you and do the things you're not going to have time to do. You have filled your time. You have filled all time gaps. And when I say to somebody, you need to start doing this, 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 and this, particularly around digital marketing, having a look at your brand and refreshing or updating your brand, uh, completing your brand, which you never did, focusing on that website and is there ordering capabilities, catering capabilities through your website. These sort of things that are, are really absolutes today, um, they're not options anymore. Nobody has time for that. And I absolutely understand that from being in the operations for many, many years and still having ownership uh, in restaurants. I get that my founder operator does not have that time. That has to be brought from the outside. And so that's a real opportunity in the right type of consultancy. So in a situation like that, a restaurant that's doing 5 million, bringing 10% down, in your experience, what can, what can a restaurant or what can the results be in a restaurant like that? Like, like how, how, much, how much are we talking here as, as far as a difference? Can, can, can a good consultant come in and find? Yeah, it certainly depends on the genre, right? Whether we're talking QSR, fast casual, full service, fine dining, et cetera. You know, um, the, the higher the costs in regards to quality of ingredients and uh, salaries to personnel and things, certainly that is a squeeze. And, and more and more, obviously, outside influences such as legislation and the $15 and up uh, minimum wage and, and other things like that that are squeezing us. Um, with additional taxation and everything. All, all these things are putting pressure on our bottom line. Um, I, I think hopefully are a motivation to have this conversation, but you know, anywhere from two points to eight points. I mean, you know, taking a business that's at 15% to 18%, if they're doing you know, a million or more it is worth the conversation. Um, you know, consultancy doesn't have to be a massively expensive proposition. It can be just one area of your business. Please help me with this because this is the most critical area of my business that I think is going to make a difference. Or what do you see looking out from the end uh, that could potentially uh, move the needle if profitability or, or improving profitability is the answer? Usually it's not one silver bullet. I mean, we all know that, right? It's touches and tweaks and improvements and consideration of every area of our business that add up. Yes. Excellent. Well said. So I'm a restaurateur and I want to start looking for a consultant. Uh, a lot of consultants that I see out there are, are ex restaurateurs. Uh, and sometimes I wonder, well, gee, if they couldn't make their own restaurant work, why would I hire them? Um, if I knew them, cause you have a lot of in, across the country, there's all these local consultants. You go on their website and I own this restaurant, which, Oh yeah, I know that restaurant. It's no longer in business and it's half an hour from me. And now this chef is, giving other people advice or this restaurant op uh, owners giving other advice. How do you weed out a legitimate consultant versus somebody who appears that they might be able to consult, but gave, gave up the restaurant industry because they just couldn't, they couldn't hang in anymore. Things changed. Um, I, I, when I first opened 18 years ago, 
chefs used to brag to me how I don't advertise. I don't, people come to my restaurant for my food. Every single one of those chefs is out of business right now. And probably 50% of them have a website saying they consult other restaurants right now. Yeah. And it makes me upset to think that, that they couldn't keep up with the industry and now they, they're going to advise the industry. So how do, how do we weed these people out? Well, I think, I think you got to do your homework and I don't think it's that hard anymore. Um, start with LinkedIn, <laughs> certainly. Uh, start with people in the industry you know, uh, whether it's your, uh, your food purveyor reps that you've had a good relationship for a long time, other vendor relationships that um, they, they get out, they see what's going on, they see who's doing well. Very likely they're aware of a scenario where somebody's made a significant improvement, turnaround, addition, um, you know, uh, tweak to their business and they've asked them, hey, uh, you know, things seem to be going well, you're buying more, uh, the, the store's busier, uh, what did you do? Well, you know, we got a little help from the outside in this area, that area. So a lot of times those vendors have an awareness uh, because they see it all. They're in so many locations every day. Um, but also, you know, when, when, even when you do find that person, the due diligence of uh, asking, right? So LinkedIn resume, um, we talked a little bit before we got on here that if it's, if, if the resume is server, uh, floor supervisor, kitchen supervisor, consultant, you know, and they've not been uh, a general manager, a partner, a proprietor, um, then, or, or their length of experience isn't super long. I think that speaks for itself, but you know, there is, there is always the argument for some young perspective and things of that nature. Um, but I think, you know, you have to do, you have to do the, uh, reference checks, you know, in, in these days, you know, certainly reference checks for an employee is essentially useless the way the laws and people are just not gonna put themselves out there. But, you know, if I'm a restaurant owner and I had a good experience or I didn't have such a good experience or I didn't feel like I got great value out of it, um, you know, I feel like I want somebody else to know that. And, and if I have a really good experience and it brought tremendous value to me, as long as it's not the guy next door, um, I think I'm gonna be pretty uh, uh, willing to uh, share that. So I would ask the consultant once you do have an introduction or once you do find them, uh, certainly for some references and maybe even a reference that involves not the perfect scenario. Maybe, maybe the owner didn't take the advice. Maybe it was somebody that he can explain that this was a challenge. And in that challenge, they agreed to disagree and they moved on. But at the end, that doesn't mean it was a negative experience. So definitely making those calls and asking at the end of the day, it's about results. What were the results? You don't have to necessarily like the guy, the guy's process, the gal's, um, you know, methodology, but if you got the results, um, and you can replicate and continue those results, then it was successful. So I would ask really about results. And then at the end of the day, it, there is, it's a relationship. You're going to be working side by side. You're going to be, um, having tough discussions. You're going to get advice you might not want to hear. So you really are going to want to have a connection with this person. So, you know, it's a multi-step process. Finding them is one thing, qualifying them is another step. And then I think really getting to know them and having that buy-in on both sides, understanding that they have buy-in in your success and that you um, really buy into what their proposals are. And, and then how do you go from ideas and suggestions to action? And can that person help carry you through uh, and fill that, skill gap that you don't have time for. Beautiful. All right. One last question. One last question here. So I'm a brand new restaurateur. What is your advice to me? I haven't even picked the location yet. I don't even know how much money I'm, I'm bringing forth to the table, but I have some money in the bank. Um, I know I want to open a restaurant. 
Uh, I'm now starting the process of looking for a location. I got the money in the bank. I really don't need any investors. Um, and I sort of have a little bit of experience, but not much. So where do I go? What do I do? Is, is there a starting point? Um, what's, uh, what's the process? Get help, period. <laughs> if you aren't three quarters to full-time R&D on your concept, finding vendors, qualifying vendors, building relationships, getting people to invest in, in building your knowledge base, very hyper-local to specifically the solutions and things you're going to need, um, you need help, period. And I really honestly, no matter who you are, you need help. I always bring in vendors and, and have conversations with new potential vendors. I go and have conversations with restaurants in the area. Um, you want to have as much knowledge as you can, and that is just not attainable realistically by yourself. Um, and then you don't know what you don't know. At the end of the day, somebody helping you uh, give you solutions um, that accelerate you to opening and successfully opening and not realizing on day seven, oh crap, that's sitting in the wrong spot. We didn't design, you know, we didn't have the foresight in design or industrial design or lighting design. And, and so there's just so many out there. Now that, expect, that has a cost and, and you have to weigh the value of that information if you're gonna go real deep into specialized um, service providers like a furniture designer, right? But so th there's different levels, but, but asking for help, starting with the people closest to you in the industry, getting introductions, spending that time to have those coffee meetings, getting to know people that can help bring you some visibility from the outside is absolutely invaluable, will save you money that you're gonna lose in the future, will likely really um, provide the pieces uh, to the puzzle that result in greater success. If not more, if you're gonna be as successful, great, it will certainly accelerate your success. Okay, I guess one more last question. I'm a restaurateur that's been in business for 10 years. Um, I'm making a little bit of money. I am, I'm happy. I know I could be making more money, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at that, that, that stage yet of like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in fear. Um, things are just going great. Haven't changed much on my menu. Haven't changed much on anything. Um, you know, what's your advice to a restaurateur that's in that complacency spot? That's not being forced in any direction. Uh, look at the ones that have been here for a long time and are failing. Look at the companies that we all grew up with that are going out of business, shrinking dramatically. Read the industri industry's um, periodicals on who's emerging and taking over market share and who should own market share that's losing it. And ask yourself, um, am, I, am I willing to let my ego and my complacency um, potentially be the thing that brings me down? Or do I wanna innovate and be fresh and refresh myself, my knowledge, my staff's knowledge, my brand, so that I ensure my success for the future uh, and longevity and legacy uh, where we are. And if, if you could take a little personal mental retreat and look in from the outside and compare yourself and ask yourself why others are succeeding and who's failing and why they're failing, the, the lessons must be had from both of those questions. And if, if that should inform you as to what you should do for yourself. Um, and again, you know, asking friends, asking family is good, it's, but, but you're not always gonna get the most honest answer. So that independent 
um, unbiased, unattached third party that can come in and give you that feedback and help you see those blind spots. And, you know, my, a big part of my day is R&D, research, understanding industry trends, spending time with founders of emerging brands and group, restaurant groups and the ones that are winning and asking them, what are they doing? What are they doing different? What's leading to their success? And, and how are they taking over their competition? That information is highly, highly informative and valuable. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So how can people get a hold of you? www.krpusa.com, Kiwi Restaurant Partners. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, everywhere on the internet you can find us, website, all that great stuff. Um, have a look, uh, it, this again is about relationships. If uh, something in our information or something I said, or let's have a conversation, um, I am happy to give lots of free advice. I think free advice is highly undervalued and un underrated in this industry. Um, uh, the, the, real, the real power is in the time we spend together uh, going forward if we work together. So uh, in the short term, having an outside look, getting some high level input um, doesn't have to cost anything. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well said. Uh, great having you as a guest on here. Lots of very valuable information and uh, excellent, excellent, excellent. Hope people reach out to you. I know that um, you and I follow each other on LinkedIn and I'm going to connect with you on Facebook and uh, uh, we were talking about some other concepts prior to our phone call, so prior to the interview, so I can't wait to, to check out one of those concepts we talked about, and uh, you and I touch base some more. So Sounds thank you very much. Appreciate thank it, you. and uh, we'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Thanks so much.